whatever your view is on life, who you are, where you are from, and why you are here, one thing is certain. Your physical body and non-physical mind or consciousness is on a journey of discovery. We must never stop investigating, never stop experimenting, never stop questioning. No fear, only love. No anger, only compassion and forgiveness. Cause this is just the way it's meant to be. This is just the way it's meant to be. This is just the way it's meant to be. This is just the way it's bound to be. Hi everyone, I'm Carrie Cassidy from Project Camelot and very happy to be here today. So I am here with Dr. Judy Mikovits and also Dr. Robert O. Young. And it's, um, it's really wonderful and thrilling to have you guys back on my show after quite a, a long time. We had you on last year. I got a strike on that show. <laughs> and then it had to, uh, I think we moved it over to BitChute after that. Uh, but now it is in the Camelot Library uh, on my website, and this show will go go on there as well. It'll go on to the Project Camelot portal.com. It will also be posted on our odyssey.com channel, which is where all the masses of our videos are, as well as uh, as part of our website, we now have the Camelot Media Library. So, but this is being live recorded um, as well on Facebook at the moment. So that's also viewable for people live here today. So maybe even we could get a, a few questions from the audience if I can negotiate my way through uh, finding the questions. So at any rate, welcome both of you. And I'd love you to start with a very short introduction for each of you. And then we have very serious matters to discuss and we're going to talk about uh, Dr. Luc Montagnier, and I'm not sure, I hope I'm saying that close to right. Montagnier. Okay, uh, and uh, so we're going to put that on the screen for people to, who aren't familiar with his statements, and we're going to discuss that, as well as some, uh, some very good evidence coming out of Slovakia that actually has already been out there and I've been talking about it, but they did a, a very nice article displaying every slide showing you, uh, walking you through the whole idea of what is uh, basically the nano antennas that are embedded in both the, uh, the tests and the vaccine. So this is crucial information for all of us as well. So let's go, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Mikovits, uh, however you like to say your name, uh, please introduce yourself. Well, we say at Mikovits uh, here in the United States, um, and I think the easiest way to um, <laughs> introduce myself is just to say um, I'm a, 
40-year research scientist, spent most of my career at the National Cancer Institute in Frederick, Maryland at Fort Detrick, uh, a PhD biochemist in molecular biology um, degrees. I have an undergraduate biochemistry degree as well. So I've made net drugs and immune therapies uh, out of natural products, out of uh, biological response modifiers, program, uh, modifiers. Um, but mostly I look at how viruses cause disease by dysregulating the immune system. So importantly, the, that work over the last 40 years um, led to some rather inconvenient truths about um, plague of corruption um, in medicine that is has expanded you know the better part and probably all of my 40-year career since I started uh, at the National Cancer Institute June 10th 1980 so that's um, in three books um, plague um, plague of Corruption. We wrote the case against the mass last year as well, but we're writing our last book, which will be published um, in a month or two, um, Ending Plague. And so I have you know, I, I can, you know, we, our, our website is plaguethebook.com. So it's a simple way to, you know, a, what, you know, what we, sh Dr. Young and I share in common is that, you know, basically um, we were, we had the courage not to allow our work to be covered up, not to allow the truth to be kept from the world, from scientists, for anybody else. And, and for, for, for that, um, you know, both of us were jailed and, you know, pretty much in, in, a lot of illegal actions stripped of everything um, we ever made, um, but <laughs> we're both um, pretty stubborn and rising up through the ashes. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there from here. So, and, and, and just what this important topic is, is COVID-19 is absolutely a pandemic and it's been planned for decades. Um, and, and Tony Fauci um, is at the, the he head of it um, since 1984. Hmm. Right. Absolutely. Okay. And Dr. Young? Um, thank you, Judy. It's always nice to see, uh, see you and also Carrie. Thank you for having this on the show. And it's, it's always an honor and a pleasure. So I, I'm very grateful and want to express that. Uh, my background uh, has been in uh, hematology, uh, but my interests over the last uh, three decades has been oncology uh, but uh, not conventional oncology, but a uh, non-conventional holistic uh, uh, approach to uh, reversing and uh, preventing and reversing cancer. And I've written on this uh, uh, in, uh, over, over the last uh, several decades. Um, I've had the opportunity to present my work uh, at various medical conferences. Um, I presented uh, to the... Uh, Oh, the Bacterial Viral and Infectious Disease Conference that was held in Dubai in 2018, where I presented uh, my work on, on uh, viruses, vaccines, uh, and the viral theory, and basically dismantling that theory. Uh, I met uh, Luc Montaner uh, in 2011. We were at a conference there, and that was my first introduction to him and his work. And I, I have to say, I was shocked when I learned that uh, he was no longer at the University of Paris, that he was in Shanghai, uh, somewhat in exile because he'd been, uh, he'd been transitioned out of his 
tenure at the university because he was changing his position on what causes uh, immune deficiencies. And so as I was thinking about this, I wanted to dedicate not, not only this to Judy, but also this, this, this conversation we're going to have uh, to Luke, but also uh, to my, uh, you know, 27-year-old uh, nephew, uh, Todd Halverson, uh, who passed away in his young life in 1993 because of, of AZT and the treatments, not because of any sort of viral infection, uh, but of, of a condition uh, that is caused by chemical poisoning and, and the treatments. And, and so I wanted to dedicate him. But as far as my background, um, probably, the mo probably the biggest thing that I've known through is, is, is the research on how our foods, what we eat, what we drink, what we breathe, and how it affects uh, not only the vascular fluids and the, and the blood and the he uh, he hemoglobin of that blood, but also the interstitial fluids. And so in the last... Uh, year, I've published two peer-reviewed articles on interstitial fluid on SARS-CoV-2, uh, uh, which is now called uh, COVID-19, on the effects of uh, severe acute respiratory uh, disease and uh, the origin of that or the genesis of that, which takes place in the interstitial fluids, which is the, happens to be the largest organ in the human body. So I have two publications on that. Uh, written 70 books, 3,000 articles uh, and counting, published over 300 articles in the last 18 months. Um, you might say I'm educated beyond my intelligence, but I find that the, the more that I learn, the less that I know. And so pretty soon, if I keep learning more and more, I'll know a lot about nothing. Uh, uh, but, it, you know, it, it, hum, the humorous side of, of, of Dr. Young. But I, but I love people. I love truth. And I love people who will speak it without hesitation. And so that's why I love Judy. That's why I love Carrie. And uh, I love anyone who will stand up and speak the truth uh, to power. Uh, you know, and, and, and it has to be done. And so I'm grateful for this opportunity to do so. Okay. Uh, well, lovely to hear. And uh, so now we need to just jump into this. And People are very well educated if they have paid any attention at all to, <laughs> to, to all the, the information that we've been putting out, uh, I'm sure each on our own, as well as all the people out there who are, uh, you know, writing articles really daily. We get uh, more and more articles, more and more doctors coming forward. Um, I just want to mention, uh, you know, Carrie Madej, uh, Dr. Carrie Madej, as well as Dr. Tenpenny. Uh, as two standouts uh, in this regard, as they are coming forward, not only with the conventional, um, even the alternative uh, understanding, but they're, they're going the step further uh, with understanding that there is a nano component to this and uh, a very important one, as a matter of fact, that does involve, by the way, AI. So what I'd like to do here is, um, and also want to thank um, Cyrus Parsa for his focus on the nano AI and has been on my show a number of times. Now, what we have here is uh, first to deal with the Dr. Montagnier uh, information. And I'm gonna put this on the screen for people to see uh, so that, uh, whoops, uh, wrong one. Um, to, to show people that are watching this 
to draw their attention. This is on my website. So hopefully um, you will be able to see this as I'm doing this. And this is uh, an, a, a short, a really uh, an image that came forward with a statement uh, from him. And Barry, may I interrupt you? Yes. Um, since um, I, I have worked with Luke Montigny, in fact, um, Dr. Frank Rossetti and I, I was the technician that, that confirmed um, Luke Montagnier's isolation of HIV from people, from the same people um, who had AIDS um, in the early 80s. As soon as I saw this and I wrote back to Dr. Tenpenny, I said, that doesn't sound like Luke because that's not based on science. So I just simply wrote Luke Montagnier's um, uh, assistant, a laboratory partner who's there in France, who we talk to almost weekly. Our, our last book, Ending Plague, will have to do with that, uh, with Luc Montagnier interviews, chapters all about what happened in the, in the you know, HIV AIDS crisis. So as Robert O. Young just said, um, you know, he changed his mind when, when the data all came out. We all knew by the 90s that HIV did not cause AIDS. It was the treatments that were, were given at the wrong dose at the wrong time and other things. So Luke's quote on the front of this book, Plague of Corruption, said, this rampant corruption hides from the public scientific truths which might go against corporate economic interests. So Dr. Luke Montagnier is the 2008 Nobel laureate for the isolation of the HIV retrovirus. We confirmed that isolation in 1984. Uh, three, late 83, and um, Tony Fauci and Bob Gallo um, you know, corrupted that. And I think history will show um, that they they withheld a diagnostic test from people. They forced um, dangerous treatments on people. Um, they, they, they knew um, how um, pathogens were being transmitted um, through contaminated blood at the time and later on in our work, contaminated vaccines. So I simply wrote an email really quick and, and, um, and, and, and she said, he said none of that. So one of the things that is very bad, and she clarified how they were corrupting these things, because it happened to me in two weeks ago, I very specifically talked about a drug called Suramin, which we'd worked with in the 80s on HIV. And so very quickly, something came out quoting me saying Suramin in pine needles. I had no idea who the person was who supposedly who wrote this article. And I never said pine needles. I'm a chemist. I know that's a synthetic hundred year old WHO, World Health Organization, essential medicine that cost pennies on the dollar that they used in, we used in the 80s for other retroviral associated diseases. So the, the very simple point I'm trying to make and why I wanted to talk on this show today is he did not say that. There is, and neither did I, there is absolutely hope. Um, because what did we do? We cured AIDS. You don't hear about mm -hmm. HIV AIDS anymore, do you? Because we knew HIV wasn't the cause. Didn't say we didn't isolate a virus that contributed to the immune dysfunction mm -hmm. in the infected people. But most of the people who were said to be infected, as as uh, Dr. Young just said, never never were 
never confirmed with isolation. And we're doing the exact same thing in this corrupt COVID. SARS-CoV-2 is a monkey virus. Um, it has not been isolated from humans with the disease. The spike protein is the disease causing agent of that monkey virus, the one that causes mm -hmm. the cytokine storm. Vero E6 cells are a manufacturing plant for that vaccine. Vero monkey kidney cells are also used in our polio vaccines. So you can start to see and, and are contaminated with SIV, simian immune deficiency virus, um, and the XMRVs, the mouse viruses. These cell lines have been in our labs for the entire 40 years I've been working there, getting more and more contaminated. So, um, and, and this was the message of our book that you cannot mix animal and human tissues. So essentially everything on the schedule, the vaccine schedule, which has had no liability, none whatsoever um, from the time, um, uh, from 1986, when the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Act was signed by then or uh, uh, President Ronald Reagan. And, and, you know, with Tony Fauci there, right next to him saying, we're not going to stop these epidemics, pandemics, the H1N1. So we knew the H1N1 vaccine in 1976 injured everybody and there never was H1N1 in this country. They've done this and it's same thing with HIV. We, you know, it was the treatments, the causes. This is what we're talking about right now. And COVID is the big kill switch of everybody that they infected with these diseases. So yes, tens of millions of people will die from the injection and 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 this has been true um, since HIV um, and this is the talk I gave I was with um, delighted to meet Dr. Carrie Madej for the first time this weekend I was at a conference called um, at Glad Tidings Church in Yuba City there with David Martin who I also had never met before Dr. David Martin who of course unveiled all of this in the movie Plandemic Indoctrination so what's, I, what's important just for this part of the conversation is he didn't make the those statements because none of us believe there is no hope. In fact, all of us know mm -hmm. that we could have prevented all of these late of the last 40 years of epidemic, pandemics, Zika, Ebola, all of this that we've created. And, and Tony Fauci led the way on creating all of these to take the attention to make money for drugs that, and when we had natural alternatives, when we had clean food, when we had natural soap, there never need be anyone die of COVID, but now the most susceptible, and I have them on a slide, the most susceptible will be the, the 6 to 15% of the, of the world that have been injected with you know, the Borrelia, Babesia, um, mycoplasma, mold, uh, XMRV, HIV, um, mm -hmm. on and on and on. Conta contagious Ebola was 2014. Contagious Ebola. We fixed that, didn't we? And, and this, is, this is the hope of the message. And this is, Luc Montagnier would never say there's no hope because when we saw this disease in 1987, I didn't think we'd 
ever fix it. But, but God, you know, I just, I saw healthy young men dropping with flies. But when we understood the molecular biologies and the pathologies, like, like Dr. Young said, keeping the interstitial fluid, his expertise, you know, the, 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 the cytokine storm is my expertise, how we keep the immune system balanced in the endocannabinoid system. So that's AIDS. AIDS, acquired immune deficiencies are total collapses of the immune system. So now we have a population that's been heavily injected, vaccinated, you know, it, preparing for extermination of an unwanted varmint. We don't want to. That used to be a definition of vaccination. You know, just like Oliver Wendell Holmes in the Supreme Court killed my Native American relatives or sterilized them, saying we have enough imbeciles in, in America. So this is the work of, you know, that we showed in plan uh, Mickey Willis and David Martin, um, LFH film showed in Plandemic Indoctrination. You can see everything I'm saying at, at plandemicseries.com. But until we wake up this country and nobody ever gets another shot and we don't force another shot and on anyone we can and and we stop the gmo we stop the pollution of our environment that's the comment that luke montagnier wants to make and he's been as as dr young said he's been you know because he stood up for the truth when we all realized in the early 90s that hiv did not cause aids that you could have hiv all you wanted you you have a strong immune system and you'll never get sick. The same thing's true, even of things they've injected like the spike protein. Yes, it's going to be harder to, to heal the ones who are already susceptible, but those are the people who already know better. And those are the people who are being forced under this corrupt emergency use only, along with what you're talking about, what we're going to continue talking about with the test. So I think that's the simplest way to talk about Luke Montagnier and why we all need to talk um, today, because he didn't say it. We're being said, we're saying things, and you've got the worst thing in the world for our immune system is fear, and 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 fear, and for somebody, he would never say no hope. We always have our hope. Our hope, and the restoring faith is in the promise of science. The promise of science is that ethical, honest scientists, which are 99% of all of them, you know, could just as we did when HIV was running rampant. Oh, d d driven through the susceptible with a hepatitis B vaccine that was in fact contaminated with XMRVs. And we all know the, how heavily the blood supply, mouse, mouse retroviruses contaminating the blood supply for 30 years. And we knew, that's why I show the book, uh, the movie, um, the, the band played on, 1993. Go watch it again. What does it open with? Ebola. Oh, did they know? Yeah. They've been planning this for 40 years, and, and Tony Fauci should be um, criminally charged worldwide with the murder of tens of millions of people standing right there with Bill Gates. And every word I'm saying is based on science. Every word of our book is, is backed with 
with uh, proof, evidence, emails. My, my co-author, three books. My co-author is Ken Tech and Lively. In our last book, Ending Plague, the only way people are going to get it is to pre-order it from Amazon because they will censor it just like they censored Plague of Corruption. The only people that got Plague of Corruption were the people that pre-ordered it. And then, and then it was sold out. Then it was New York Times. And then it was censored forever. And I didn't even think to, to pre-order my own book. So it took a little while and somebody, I can't order them. Somebody has to order them for me because Judy Mikevitz places an order with Amazon and we're done. So at any rate, Luke Montagnier, long interview, Frank Rossetti worked, is talking for the first time ever about all of this. And we'll get that corruption all the way back to the earliest days of the 80s. And we'll end it forever because it's called Ending Plague a scholar's obligation in an age of corruption. A scholar's obligation is to produce knowledge and communicate it and defend it at all costs. And that's what Dr. Robert O. Young has done. That's what I have done. That's what Luke Montagnier has done. And they're ruining his name like they've ruined my name. He's 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 a strong man. He can take it. And um, and um, uh, but but we're not going to let that go. We know he didn't say that. We've got it directly from his mouth, from his partner, from the French, from the translation. We've been on it since the beginning. That's not. Montagnier. Okay, well, thank you very much for that. Uh, so what I want to do here, and I have already corrected the page here so that it does say that specifically, uh, that he didn't say that quote. However, um, what we've gotten when we've tried to actually, uh, you know, get the, uh, the, the video translation is we've only gotten a part of it. And right. I, I believe there's a whole translation. I believe there are plenty of French speakers out there that could be making translations. I don't know why I haven't been sent the whole video. I'm maybe like, a lot of work. Would you like to hear the quote directly from um, Luke's partner, Suzanne, um, in the laboratory? I'll tell you. I'm sure people wrote. would find that valuable. Uh, what, because... what she wrote me, and I have a Facebook link, which I will email. I don't know that I have your email, but um, I, I will email it to Robert. I just emailed him a slideshow for today and you can post it. So it says, um, she says, um, this video of Professor Montagnier made in September 2020 was censored off of YouTube within 24 hours of the original airing. Luckily, a friend in China sent us last night, and this was May 25th, this when I when she sent me this email. So May 26th, she sent it. So last night was May 25th. This small segment with the exact words of Professor, um, which are not what the in all caps what the fake news is was going around saying it's at seven minutes and 22 seconds says in english if someone who has had covid19 is vaccinated with a flu vaccine that person risks to die in the following days or weeks that is the exact quote um 
So the flu vaccine, as Robert and I had been saying last year, the flu vaccine has coronaviruses, every one of them, all animals, chicken eggs, dogs, deadly coronaviruses, as Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and I gave on a slideshow probably last October. The original paper, a very large meta-analysis by a, a, a a person named a scientist named Greg Wolf was published. We've been saying this since April. Do not wear a mask and do not get a flu shot and you'll never see COVID-19 again. Again, because the flu shot carries coronaviruses. So we every year people are developing antibodies to everything in the influenza vaccines, all of the garbage. So they are likely to get that pathogenic priming that is antibody dependent enhancement. And we've seen we did this in vaccine court, which is discussed in our book, Plague of Corruption. We saw many people. This is why uh, in my belief, this is why um, scientist Dr. Timothy Cunningham was um, murdered at, from the CDC when he made some unfortunate he realizations that the flu shot was killing people. Remember, in 2017, a very heavy cough went through our world. And which is almost certainly a coronavirus, um, a SARS-like virus. And they, these cell lines have been contaminated for decades and they're used in all of our vaccines and they always are. And, and so an H1N1 that was um, literally cloned in 2005 from um, people who died from the Spanish flu. Oh, and they took the pathogenic part Oh, and they put that in a flu vaccine. That's going to help you. And then they're going to add a little coronaviruses. Who died in Italy? The people that got that job. And, and so these shots are driving the disease. And, and, um, and we know that. And we tried to stop people. And they mandated the flu shots and the mask. Go get it early because our hospitals will be overrun. No, our, our crematoriums were overrun because they were destroying the evidence because you can clone the evidence out of the people who die. So COVID-19 is a cover-up of the HIVs, the XMRVs, the stories that are coming out now, the 50-year the plague of corruption. Okay. Uh, thank you for, for that, uh, really, tour de force. Uh, so at this point, uh, I have more questions and obviously want to give Dr. Robert Young a chance to, to reply to this, uh, to his understanding. He also, uh, from, my, from what I hear, uh, Dr. Young, you also uh, met and, and were a speaker at a conference with Dr. Montagnier. And uh, so let's, uh, let's go to you. Uh, just want to clarify that there are other doctors who, and that Tenpenny and Madej and other doctors who have also warned though, that regardless of how this, this, this trail, and it's clearly Judy really diagrams, it's a trail um, implicating not only the vaccine that we're getting, that people are getting now, but this trail of vaccines and the trail of COVID type diseases or whatever you call this, the cytokine storm inducing uh, and so on. So. There's a, you know, there's a deeper story here, and uh, and I'm, I think you know people listening do get confused. So do the best you can to 
run this down, Dr. Young, in your understanding and anything you can add to what she has said about what Luc Montagnier has said? Well, I think one of the, the most important words that Judy said was contamination. Uh, these are not isolations. These are contaminants that are being injected into our bodies. Yeah. And these contaminants contain chemical poisons as well as biological anatomical elements of nucleic acids uh, that contain, yes, RNA and DNA of human and animal sources. Now, it's not that genetics determines any of this. It's determined by the environment. But when you put pollution into your solutions, your body's going to react to it. Yeah. I don't care if it's, you're eating a piece of chicken or eating an egg. You're putting nucleic acids into the body, and that's why I gave up eggs 40 years ago, because I saw the cytostorm that it created by just eating one single egg. It releases 37 million pathological fragments, genetic fragments, nucleic acids, molecules that the body has to react to. And so all of the symptoms are not diseases. This is where the confusion, this is not an infection. It's an outfection. What is the difference? And the reason I had to, had to delineate this because I was trying to come up with a word to try to explain what I was seeing. Wait a minute. This is not happening until the pollution is put in either orally, rectally, intravenously, or what have you. And so when you put animal particulates, when you take nano that are tied to nano or micro or nano particulates, all you're doing is polluting the internal environment the blood can't handle this. Mm -hmm. The blood can't handle it. So guess where it goes? The body immediately, in order to save you from your own lack of knowledge, saves you from this internal pollution by pushing it out into the interstitial fluid. What is the interstitial fluid? That's the ocean. That's the, the large body of water that surrounds every cell in the human body. And, and, and this pollution that goes in there has to immediately be pushed out into the lymphatic fluids to be eliminated through perspiration or urination. If not, it goes into what I call the acid catchers, and the acid catchers are the connective tissue. And the connective tissue, this is why we have sore joints, this is why we have you know, tears you know, and injuries, and it goes into the muscles. So we, if, if the body can't handle the lactic acid from what you've been eating, you know, guess where it goes? It goes into the muscle. If you're over-exercising, we all know what it feels like to have an, an explosion of, of waste that's not being properly, you know, eliminated through the, through the five, four or five channels of elimination. So the body has to park it. And this is why America's fat. This is why 60% of Americans are obese, because the body has to retain weight in order to park the excess waste it's being put in by what we eat, what we drink, what we breathe, what we feel, what we think, what we believe. Even the injection activates this uh, immune immunity, and it's, it's in stages. Uh, the, the protection is to manage and maintain the purity of the internal fluids. I, I use a word called the alkaline design of the body fluids. And you basically have three fluids. You have vascular fluids, you have interstitial fluids, and you have intracellular fluids. And if these, these, don't, these fluids are toxic or there's pollutants there, then, of course, what you're going to see is if they maintain or retain, if there are, they are retained, or if there's a pushback from the interstitial fluids back into the vascular, then you're going to end up with degeneration or deterioration of the cell membrane, which calls, causes the protein spiking. They're called vescules. 
these vesicles, you can see under the electron microscope, you can see them coming off. This is not an infection. This is an outfection. Okay, and they can break off and they can become free. And yes, they can be isolated uh, by some PCR test, but you don't know where they're coming from. Kerry uh, Mullis knew this. He says, yes, it's genetic matter, but we don't know if, if it's from that chicken sandwich or that egg you just ate for breakfast, or if it's coming from cell membrane. You know, is it human or animal? So when you use, when you use let's say, these concoctions, these cells lines, and you make vaccines out there, all you're making is a witch's brew of poison that contains the nucleic acid molecules of animal sources or human sources that you then combine into a toxic concoction of acid. It could be any of the oxides. It could be aluminum oxide. It could be titanium oxide or formaldehyde, aspartame, whatever. Whatever's in there that they say, well, needs to be in there for preservative purposes. I mean, that's just a false, that's a falsehood. That's, that's not science. This is, this is a systemic poisoning of the human race with intention, because I can't think of anything logical in my own logical mind, why that would not be the case. No one's presented any research to show me that this is coming from the outside world other than by intention if it's being sprayed on us, as in, as, in the, as in the capsule of an airplane. You know, it's being put through their, 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 their air system. And so we're being aerosoled. Or it's being thrown off a plane in the form of chemtrails. Or if it's being put into our foods, such as glyphosate. We already know what causes Zika. It's not a virus. It's chemical poisoning. It's called glyphosate. So if you, if you want neurological problems and you want birth defects, then while you're pregnant, you know, eat GMO food, eat non-organic food, eat foods that are laced with an herbicide, a pesticide, insecticides that poison the internal environment. Now, it gets even more challenging. And this, was, this, was, this science was actually determined many, many years ago, over 100 years ago with, by Antoine Béchamp. And what he determined in isolation without any outside contributing factors, that the anatomical elements were suspended for a period of time, but over time, slowly, there would be a degradation or a fermentation process. So nothing is the prey of death. Everything is the prey of life of what can be consumed. And, th and the reason I say that is that when we're seeing you know, deterioration or degeneration of cells. This is not coming from the outside world. This is coming from the inside world and how a person, an individual, is maintaining the internal pure purity and reducing toxicity. So in every cancer case, in every sickness and disease, we quantify this. We're seeing high titers or high levels of lactic acid. Now, that's in every cancer. But also the other acid is citric acid. And so when we're looking at trying to maintain the alkaline design of the body fluids, and we're not eating right, we're drinking the wrong fluids, uh, we have stress in our life, and then we go have an inoculation, sure, you can lose hope. You can lose hope if you don't have education. But when you have education, you're powerful. When you understand that your cells are infinite, 
that the elements that make up that, as Antoine Béchamp said, these anatomical elements make up the genetic material. They don't determine your destiny. It's the environment, the terrain of that environment that then determines the expression of that particular cell, of that particular in, in intellect of that cell. So <clears throat> many years ago, I was doing testing. So we would take radioactive isotopes, impregnate into nucleic acids, and we would follow them where they went. So we'd take the nucleic acids of liver, and then we would attach them to something. And this is exactly what the, the, the vaccine company is doing. They're taking nucleic acid, biologicals, they're attaching chemicals to that, and they're driving it to specific areas of the body. <clears throat> Does it work? Absolutely. If I take the nucleic acids of liver, I can drive whatever good or whatever bad, depending on my intention. So there's intention here. And this science is, 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 is not, you know, fictitious. I mean, it's, it's real. We've documented this. It was even documented by Dr. Royal Lee when he was doing, who has a company called Standard Process, when he was doing uh, postaglandulin uh, testing using nucleic acids, DNA, RNA, to drive nutrition to specific areas of the body. We would follow that. And, of course, it would light up where it ended up. And so like in, in the principle is called like attracts like. So if we want to build health to the lungs, we'll drive nutrition that will, that, that, that will be attracted by the lungs. And that can be done. So these vaccinations have, are, are, are very specific. In, in, and the chemicals, they, they tag to it. Okay, so you take the biologicals. Think of that as the bus. And then I took, put on the passengers. I'm going to put a little lactic acid in there. I'm going to put a little thimerosal in there. I'm going to put some formaldehyde in there. I'm going to put this aluminum oxide in there. So I'm going to put some nanotechnology there. And then I'm going to drive that to specific areas of the body. Now, in every case, in every case of those who um, are having symptomologies that are associated with this so-called coronavirus, and I would like to say that these are man-made. These are man-made, and they're made in the laboratory. And, and I want you to hear this clear, clearly. They do not exist naturally. They are not natural. Correct. They're concoctions. Correct. They're concoctions. If they were hanging people for witchcraft, these concoctions would literally, literally, those who are creating it, literally hang those who are doing this, this witchcraft this Luciferian uh, biochemistry. But, but, they, but here again, these concoctions that are in the vaccines do not exist in nature. And so when you put in a foreign genetic matter with chemicals into your body, you're going to have a reaction. I don't care if it's a liver transplant, a kidney transplant, you have to be careful with everything you pay. And, and Antoine Béchamp warned about this. He said, when you take on the anatomical elements, the genetics, the intelligence of another animal or human, you put your own body at risk. This foreign, the body reacts to this. This is exactly the risk that Luke is talking about. He right. is saying that if you do this, Call them what you will, okay? Whatever these, these nucleic acids are, 
or where they're coming from, from monkeys, from uh, aborted fetuses. It's not natural, folks. Vaccination is unnatural. And all of them activate what I call the alkaline buffering system, which is where true immunity rises. So as, as soon as you are injected, the stomach begins to secrete, to manufacture and secrete a compound called sodium bicarbonate. You end up getting sick to the stomach because once you're poisoned, and I want you to think about this, if you're bit by a rattlesnake, what kills you? The bite or the poison? If I put that rattlesnake poison into, even if I dilute it into a vaccine and use this concept of disease treating disease rather than restoring, restoring natural health, here again, with this idea, uh, which is, which is man-made, that, that these so-called non-living entities are attacking ourselves and therefore we have to provide some sort of so illusionary uh, immunity. In reality, the, the immunity is stop putting shit into your body. <laughs> you know, I mean, how else? How uh, else yeah, how, how, thank you. I, you know, the, and that's, uh, you, you know, a great, uh, again, tour, tour de force, force and, and covering uh, very important points. But I, I do have to want to take this discussion back to these ideas that are out there that people are hearing uh, and, and we need to address. So thank you for that. Um, I think all of what you said has to be kept in mind now. To right. move forward, can we look now at what stage we're at here on the planet with regard to this fake so-called disease that is, is um, the P... Okay, it's, the fact is that PCR tests as well as the vaxes contain the, this stuff, okay? So it's not only the vaccine. And strangely, um, this is, you know, uh, it's all appalling to me, and I think it's appalling to many of us, that we don't understand how even this could be happening to us. You know what I mean? In other words, this is obviously uh, malice of forethought <laughs> with an understatement and so on. So what we want to do is I'm going to bring something, a uh, statement here uh, from an article on the, again, on the screen. And in this case, uh, this is from uh, this very good article. I'm going to go to the top so people can see what was the title. Um, and I, I, I posted it today on my, uh, it was, it's on this uh, particular website. It's called the analysis of test sticks from surface testing in the Slovak Republic confirmation of genocide and it is uh, dated April 28th. I think that's today. Uh, so it's talking about the DARPA hydrogel and it's talking, it shows very graphically uh, what happens from the tests, okay? Now, of course, this is also, the hydrogel also goes into the vaccines. So when you see this, this is how it begins to look. The crystallization is not normal crystallization. It looks like this slide. And uh, you can go on and read the article and get, get more details. But uh, I was hoping to bring this one paragraph forward because it encapsulates. Okay, so basically we're talking about nylon fiber fragments, DARPA hydrogel uh, from the nasal mucosa under pituitary and pineal gland, along with lithium. 
this mixture <coughs> is reacting to form crystals. And then they actually go, because of an electromagnetic field coming from your pineal gland, they are attracted to go in that direction. This is incredibly diabolical when you really think about it because uh, the, pituit, uh, the um, pineal gland has everything to do with higher consciousness and how you, in a sense, you could call it connect with uh, the life force or, or God force or however you want to refer to it. So the crystals receive the signal from the transmitter to the cell and transmit signals from the cell to the transmitter. These are actually nano, nano antennas. Now, this article is not the only place you're gonna find this information. Uh, I believe Carrie Madge, Madde has been talking about this on recent interviews. I know that uh, uh, Sherry Tenpenny is also aware of this. So what this is, again, is, the, is an intention. And if, if you haven't noticed, it's very interesting because they have, along with allowing, supposedly allowing vaccinated people to travel, they have beefed up the tests that you have to go through regardless of whether you're vaccinated or not. So it would appear that their tests, even going back to the early days, because you must realize that we went for almost a year of, of testing before they came out with the so-called vaccines, which aren't vaccines, of course. And, and, and so people were infected by the tests and silly, you know, stupidly, whatever you want to call it, it's on the swabs themselves. And, and this is multiple videos about this. So what I want to get is both of your response to that information. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to say one last piece and then, then ask for your response. I have uh, contact with, uh, obviously, a lot of secret sources. Some are, are quite in, the, in what we call the black world, secret world scientists. Okay, so there's a scientist that a very... Um, conscientious individual told me who he works with and the person said that five years ago they discovered that prions that are in the vaccine and may also be I don't know for sure because I'm not a scientist if they're in the the tests but the prions also jump okay they attach themselves to the nano and then they are able to jump this is what the scientists said and they realized this five years ago what, what that means is they jump, they can jump from person to person and they can go farther than that. And I have a witness, uh, Captain Mark Richards, who had described to me how AI jumps. So not only do the prions attach to the nano jump, but if stimulated you know, with an AI um, electromagnetic wave or whatever the AI is riding on, which can be many things, 5G, et cetera, et cetera, then you're gonna get these things to jump and they can jump, as he said at the time, from a car on the outside of a military base into the base, into infecting the various computers, et cetera, et cetera. And this is, this is basically what the nano can do. It can also go from human to human, needless to say, and there is no blood brain barrier. It's one five, you know, I'm not good with numbers, but one five hundredth of a billion or something of the size of a cell. We're talking nano is infinitesimally small. So masks are, are you know, a huge joke, nothing to do with anything. Um, none of this would work. Okay, there is no barrier uh, to this kind of thing. So now with that preamble, uh, Judy, can you please speak 
to at least some of those points I just made. Okay, you're muted. Uh, you have to unmute. Sorry, okay. I, I, I cough, so I mute uh, while I'm coughing because, um, of course, I got exposed to all of this. Um, uh, no problem. We can stay well. But yes, I agree with you um, on on all of those aspects. And, and I saw the work that Carrie Madej was presenting, which I also found papers that showed you similar things about the magnetic nature and how these this kind of cloning technologies delivery systems so ha have been used to take ferritin, which is you know, one of our, you know, you can engineer the gene to express ferritin at the same time as another pro, um, program. And ferritin is, of course, magnetic. So you couldn't get the signal large enough. So I talked about that at, at last weekend. And I'll give your audience a, um, the exactly where we all were. And they can watch these talks since today we're limited. But so I agree with you. Um, and it's not just that the masks are useless. The masks also, I can show you an electron micro graph that show these carbon nanofibers. And again, all of these publications are 2016, 18, you know, 19, well before there's a COVID. So in every aspect, the, you know, the military, the weaponization uh, and, and this kind of technology has been done um, for, um, you know, decades, um, it just advancing, advancing, advancing. So I, I agree with that completely. Um, and that's why, that's why all we've been saying is don't get the test. Don't get the shot. Don't get on the plane. This is where we've given away, you know, our, our God given and constitutionally protected rights. You know, we bear responsibility. If you say, Oh, what can it hurt? We never did PCR stuck up the nose in your pineal gland in your meninges with a non-sterile thing. We, you don't you don't give drugs of any kind vaccines. They're not magic Pez dispensers of immunity. They're dangerous drugs, and you need to know what other things the diet, everything that Robert just said about. Um, interactions and, and crosstalk amongst pathways, which is what I do, molecular pathways. So the, the protein, um, Herb W protein called Syncytin, Syncytia are, it's the retrovirus envelope, Syncytia are fused cells. So that's in the spike protein, Syncytin. So yes, that's your, that you can call that a prion because it's like Velcro. It's like dominoes. You stick all the proteins together, they get misfolded. They come out of, you know, the mitochondria can't, can't function. That's your energy store um, and, and the cells break apart and all of this stuff in the blood is a danger signal that turns that flame higher and higher. And you can literally flame out. It's like throwing blowtorch on a cancer. So nothing that's been done in, in, in the year 2020 had anything other than, than adding to the deaths. You know, oh, the, the young people have strong innate immune systems. When you inject, you bypass the innate immune system. You bypass the skin, the gut, the mouth microbiome, the eye microbiome, the brain microbiome that are all there to protect you by regulating every single molecule. And so everything you said and showed was, was true. I hadn't seen some of that before. Um, but this is it. So that the easiest thing for every single human in the world to do now is say no more, not 
ever not again. We meet my husband has COPD and is 83 years old. I won't let him out of my sight because somebody will vaccinate him once, once somebody threw him in the paper mask. You know, it started with, oh, you have to wear a face covering. Oh, now you have to cover your nose and your mouth. Oh, now you have to wear this one that comes directly from China with all of this stuff in it. They were outlawed in Canada because the kids were coming home breathing the fiber of some of those, comp those masks. So, you know, we know just, you know, based on a virus that doesn't stop a virus, you know, but more importantly, it drives other bacterial infections, which are, are micro, it cripples your immune system. It changes the, the balance, the pH, that alkalinity, every single thing about that. And, and so this is what, what people have to realize is they have a lot of power. No, no more. Nuh -uh. not going to fear you, not going to be afraid of you. You're not going to scare me into anything. It's not about making somebody comfortable and stop using the word safe, you know, because it's none of that. Um, so they're dangerous. And, and, we, and this is what we've been trying for, I, I know Robert and I and you, uh, for the past year, but for me, a decade, ever since I realized some of this stuff and was jailed for not covering it up about how heavily the blood supply is contaminated, about um, how heavily these vaccines are contaminated, about how these shots, you know, and, and in fact, none of them are vaccines because they don't produce lifelong immunity. And that's what I said in the movie Plandemic. So, you know, in the very first part of Plandemic, which was, you can find both parts at plandemicseries.com and all the interviews from Sherry Tenpenny from last year, Dr. Rashid Buttar, you know, um, Carrie Madej, uh, on and on and on. Every doctor they talk to. And then go watch Indoctrination and you're going to see we all just got played. At the beginning of this thing, I was, I was at a farmer's market and we all used to carry these cards of um, the, the federal laws for disability acts that are, that are being um, violated everywhere. Because what, what the group ACT UP did when, when they were saying silence equals death, what they did is they got laws passed. You can't ask if they're HIV infected on a wedding license. So those are being violated every single day as they force you to get these tests. It's a case stemic. It was never, it's not, it was 99% totally false positive. Cause again, you're looking at a piece of an animal virus that never entered a human by, by spreading and coughing. There's no evidence of that. We weren't shown. That's why the cremation cremate everybody so you've broken it down um, so they can't read the blueprints, the nucleic acids which have been injected from plants, from everything else, the, the glyphosate. If you destroy everybody, we can't, and down to dust, down to the individual particles, then, then we can't unveil the crime. So that's the whole cremation thing. And that's another thing in Luc Montagnier's statement, Oh, cremate them all. No, that's not what that man says, because he's a scientist. No, you don't destroy the evidence. All the way back in 2011, when we were showing some of these things, um, uh, and, and it was clear the blood supply had been contaminated with the XMRVs at the same time the HIVs were, and, they, and, and the Borrelias and the Babesias. There's no such thing as chronic Lyme disease. There's Borrelia, Babesia, Mycoplasma, mold. No, no single agent causes any of this. They're all by injection, exactly as Robert Young just said. And so all of these are entering our bodies because we've allowed them to, and we've allowed them to scare us into doing it or 
or, you know, so fear as, as, as um, Robert Young first taught me was false evidence appearing real. And this was Sherry Tenpenny's beautiful talk last week. At, so we did an event at Glad Tidings Church in Yuba City, California, with all of the people we just, we've been talking about today. And, and if you um, simply look on their events page, you can find those talks. And, and, and that's what Sherry Tenpenny's talk was entitled, False Evidence of appearing real. So we've got to wake up as, as a world and as an individual, you know, we're fine. We're fine. We're educated. But as uh, Robert said, education is powerful. And that's what we have to do. It empowers you. We have hope because we know, we know, we know the easiest. It's very simple to stop all of it take off the mask and never get another shot and eat clean food. Go back to nature. Know your farmer, not your doctor. Forget the doctors. No more insurance, no more nothing. You're done. Done. Take it out of your life and you'll be well. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, Dr. Young, please. Uh, I, I know what Judy said was, was worth uh, commenting on for sure. Yes. But I also yeah. want to draw your attention specifically to what the statements I was making, the article that people are looking at, because this is going to be front and center in people's minds. So can you address that as well as, of course, uh, you're welcome to comment. Yeah, well, Judy. absolutely. The, the, the inoculations, the vaccines, uh, uh, even, even the, uh, the PCR test is an inoculation. It's to deliver uh, nanotechnology. And the nanotechnology, just so you know, uh, we talk about uh, uh, microns, uh, 125 thousandths of an inch. If you look at, it, at the dimensions of a red blood cell, it's approximately seven microns. And uh, what you're talking about, and, and, and micron is, it, we're talking about one, when we go to nano, we're talking about one billionth. So from one millionth to one billionth, and that's a huge jump when we're talking about size. And of course, you are absolutely correct. A mask cannot, uh, cannot protect you from these micro and nanoparticulates, uh, particularly of the oxides, which, are, which I believe dioxides or oxides are being used, even arsenic, uh, formaldehyde, uh, here again, whatever preservatives that there are adjuvants that they're putting into the vaccine, that culprit here. This is the nanotechnology, and 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 we've we've isolated this stuff as it relates to and, and test test these uh, serums to see exactly what's in them. In the past, we able to get a hold of our, uh, but they they haven't changed the blueprint of this as far as the delivery system may have changed somewhat with using Q tips and pushing that right up uh, to the blood brain barrier that allows these nanoparticulates to pass into the brain itself, into the brain tissue, which is a fatty tissue. And guess what? They never come out. They're there. They're there for good. And, and, and we're talking about aluminum oxide, just like you're seeing behind me, which is called the corona effect. And maybe people don't know the Latin translation of corona, but the Latin translation of corona means is radiation. So if you look at then the the Latin for, uh, for virus, that's poison. So what you have, you put it together, radiation poisoning, which causes this corona effect. And then from the corona effect, uh, it can cause you know, the deterioration of the cells, 
which activates the clotting factors, which sends you into hypoxia, which, which then leads to the dry cough or the high fever, what have you. It's, it's, it's the pathology that people don't understand, but it's very simple. And it's coming from chemical and radiation poisoning that's being administered in a so-called something that's protective. But here again, this is, this is a fairy tale. This is a fairy tale. So once upon a time, there was a big bad wolf, people, and there was little red riding hood and bad wolf up his grandma, the sweet little grandma. Well, guess who grandma is? Guess who guess who ate grandma? The big bad wolf dreamt up because he wanted he wants to eat the little red riding hood. And the bottom line is, is this is this is a fairy tale that has become real. So when we're looking at the crystallization and the fiber, uh, the fiber uh, particulates that are showing up, but where do they show up? Well, yes, you can find them in the blood, but the body is going to push these out uh, to, to the extremities, particularly the skin. And so when it starts breaking out through the skin, this is what it looks like, folks. When you start having sores you know, on your legs, on your extremities, so they're going to appear on your feet on your calves, you know, on your arms, your hands, and then on your face, uh, it's going to appear on the third kidney, which is the skin, the third largest organ of the body. Uh, well, the second largest, the interstitial fluid or the interstitium is the, is the largest. But when we start looking at these particulates and the fibrous nature of these particulates that are coming from the inside out, okay, well, how can you get this inside the body? You either have to breathe it, so it's so this is actually coming from chemtrails. These particulates have been picked up after a storm of chemtrails and analyzed. And we've taken pictures of them using phase contrast and bright field microscopy. And yes, we can see their their various colors, but these in combination with the with the nanotechnology, the nanoparticulates allow allow this contact contact tracing to take place. So that gets into the fatty tissues because that's the parking place where the body moves from the blood to the interstitium and then into the colloidal connective tissue out to the fatty tissue, i.e. the fatty tissue holds this, okay? So while it's holding it, you know, if it goes into the breast tissue or if it goes into the brain, then you're gonna have imbalances in those particular uh, organs or glands. And, and so this technology is real. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's affecting us environmentally. It's affecting our nutrition because our nutrition is laced with micro and nanotechnology. Uh, the vaccines is another, is another vehicle being used to inoculate us with these concoctions to, to do what? Well, you know, I mean, use your common sense to do what? I mean, when your risk for this so-called phantom infection, which is actually an outfection, is less than 0.5%, and your risk after inoculation at the best is 1%, and because of underreporting, it's probably closer to 10%, it doesn't take, you know, you know, a mathematician to figure this out. I mean, 1% is greater than 
and and, and I'm I'm being generous on on the risk. Uh, you're more likely to win the lottery. So why would you impregnate, you know, nucleic acids, genetic matter, foreign foreign DNA or RNA, you know, with chemicals into your body to protect against what? What are you protecting against? That's the point. All of the symptoms are symptoms. And the phenomenon here is understanding, the phenomenon is understanding the cause and effect relationship. So what we're causing, what we call disease, the flu, the influenza, nada, it is not a disease. It's the body's forced expulsion of biological and chemical poisoning to get rid of it. It's trying to purify the intoxication that's taking place. So you have to really start thinking about what you're eating, what you're drinking, and these inoculations and wearing masks are suppressing proper oxygenation and exhaling of, of, of carbon dioxide. This is leading to carbon dioxide poisoning. But the key factors for inoculation is to tie us to the very, very cause of this. It's going to connect you to the Internet of Things. So you're going to be connected with a, by a titanium dioxide or oxide, which, which, is, which is a carcinogen, okay, uh, is going to connect you. And here I have isolated the virus. Are you ready? There it is. There's the virus. It's been isolated. <laughs> Right. Good job. <laughs> so I, you just have to walk out your door if you're living in a big city and you can see the virus all around you. Okay. But these pulsating vibrational frequencies, this is why I wear this. I wear this with these crystals because I'm trying to reinforce my own vibrational frequency. I'm trying to increase and, and, and maintain it. I wear this as a protection against foreign pulsating frequencies. Sure, same. <laughs> and, and I don't sell these. I wear that because, because I, I fortunately had the opportunity to work with a great scientist, Dr. Beverly Rubick, and we published on this. In, two, in 1999, we published in 2001. Over 20 years ago, we were studying the effects of electrical magnetic pollution that causes the corona effect when it's connected specifically to you. And how do you get connected? You get the inoculation, folks. You get that nanotechnology into your fatty tissues. And they can do it all different creative ways, either through the Q-tip or through the, or with the PCR test. They can do it with, by aerosoling in an airplane. They can put it in your food. All you have to do is start thinking about this. What am I eating? What am I drinking? What am I breathing? What am I thinking? And when we talk about fear, when you understand this, you can literally abandon this false evidence, this overwhelming false evidence, and embrace faith, which is the first attribute in thinking healthy. Literally begin to be grateful and faithful by empowering yourself with this knowledge and, and removing the ignorance that is killing you. That's the virus. That's what's killing a lot of people, lack of knowledge. So, 
So here again, I've isolated the virus. Here it is. This is the effect, the corona effect. What it does is it locks you in. It causes the corona effect, this deterioration of the cell membranes, and this happens right after your inoculation. I can take and look at your blood before and after that inoculation, and this, folks, is what you're going to see. You're going to see that you just took in the snake's venom, the serpent's venom, the luciferian's venom. And this is what you want to protect yourself. You want to protect yourself against the, the real, the Internet of Things. No more Internet cars, electromagnetic frequencies of electrical magnetic cars. They're cancer cars. You know, from the Wi-Fi going all the way down, you have to decide how much of this you're going to expose yourself. But when you start lighting up, when you feel lightheaded or dizzy, or you have muddled thinking, or if you have cold hands or cold feet, I want you to, to, to pay attention and, and recognize where you're feeling these symptoms. Because when you walk in to 3, 4, or 5G, 4G's at, at, at a microwave, pulsating at 4.2 gigahertz, when it starts getting up to eight, you start feeling lightheaded, you just walked in and now it's connecting up to you. You don't, no more, they don't need a cell phone to trace you. They've already putting the nanotechnology in you. It's now in your fatty tissues, in your brain, and they can connect you by land or by air, wherever you go. You don't, you don't need one of these anymore. You're already connected if you've been inoculated. Okay, now uh, what I wanna do is, is show something on the screen that was in this article uh, and get your feedback on it quickly. It's saying that uh, ivmectin was uh, added here and it says that it has a strong effect and makes the DARPA hydrogen, it, it goes against the DARPA hydrogel, which contains the nano and, and creates the, uh, the grid effect and, and in, infects your, your pineal gland, et cetera. So what do you have uh, to say about this ivermectin? Does that uh, ring a bell? Well, I've, I've studied the, uh, uh, the hydrochloric, which actually goes into the cell and it raises the pH by 0.2, which is en enough to keep the cell from deteriorating. So the reason chlor uh, hydroxychloroquine, they don't want you to have it because it restores and promotes unity for the external interstitial fluids and the internal fluid. And when we're talking about this other drug, uh, this may have the same effect, but I have not tested this other drug. And maybe Judy could speak a little bit more uh, will, about this particular compound. I will. So um, this ivermectin is um, a, an anti-parasitic drug. Um, so it, it's, uh, and, and again, the Parasite doesn't cause the disease. It's the dysregulation of the immune system. The endocannabinoids have everything we just said the, at the molecular level. So at the, at the molecular level, this ivermectin, we've seen it also used. It's a different mechanism. So the good thing is, is, is use them at the same time. Use ivermectin one week, hydroxychloroquine the other. Of course, get minerals. You need minerals, and our soil is depleted of minerals. That's a huge, huge problem. So yes, I 
ivermectin is is known to be valuable for the viral infections for AIDS associated with HIV, XMRV, um, the the HTLV one. Ivermectin has been useful, and my. Um, uh, Dr. Uh, Dietrich Klinghart um, a few years ago told me in his experience, you know, uh, that the that retroviruses, uh, I'll use the term travel with parasites. So all of the drugs that are working in COVID, again, show you it's not caused by a virus. And this is why we get went all the way back by, by an exogenous virus. I get the outfection and all of this and poison is the best word to say. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily caused by a, a single exogenous transmissible viruses because um, pathogens rarely travel alone. They have to dysregulate different parts of your immune system, of your army. Let's just say you... Um, uh, the parasitic, we see uh, there are there are worms in the uh, there are worms in the masks. We have my electron micrographs of worms in some of those uh, China surgical masks and other things. Uh, there, there again, parasites will skew an immune response towards type two or the production of certain cytokines, IL four and IL five. So when you're in type two. It, um, You've, you uh, immune responses it the functional adaptive immune response I'll just say it that way you're making antibodies you but you've bypassed your innate immune response you've bypassed your th1 is let's make gamma interferon and go after RNA viruses um, your innate immune response type 1 interferon alpha and beta interferons are in your mouth in your on your skin in your nose at mucosal surfaces they're your frontline defense they're just like little pac-man that say oh wait a minute we they, they detect pathogens by way of patterns molecular patterns. Um, so you can tell um, what those injections are. We use them in the lab, which, which Robert will appreciate. Bahali I, poly C. So inazine and cytosine, I, I, C, I, C, I, C, I, C. We use a little um, synthetic, we call it oligonucleotide. We use a synthetic um, um, piece of poly I, C to mimic a, a, a virus infection. We use LPS, the lipopolysaccharide has naked CPGs. And this is all just science, but I know Robert will appreciate that. And those get methylated. So those oligonucleotides actually are on, are on bacteria. So your immune system can tell the difference between a bacteria and a virus just at the frontline defense based on a molecular pattern. So the worst thing in all of this stuff is to drive everything towards antibodies because these antibodies aren't functional. They're, they're not getting the right signals. So um, it's just a mimetic of, of that you're infected with a parasite. So your, your body is making parasite um, immunity um, and, and treatments rather than um, viral. And so it just turns it around um, to, you know, and there's just hundreds of these. We have so many um, redundant pathways to prevent any of these things. So even though we're talking about these things as if it's doomsday, what we realize when you think about our God-given immunity, um, uh, it's it, it, none of this 
This is why I show you that Ebola that was released by Tony Fauci at Fort Detrick in, in 2014. You know, that Ebola that was weaponized, you know, back then to kill 21,000 Liberians to, from a, but driven in a vaccine program, driven through fears. Fear, what did we do? Oh, um, one smart doctor used hydroxychloroquine when it was realized we had contagious Ebola. Hydroxychloroquine and saline, Bob, saline mm -hmm. infusions. What did we use to preserve things with saline? Salt. We've all been lied to, exactly, salt. Mm -hmm. We've all been lied to, oh, salt is bad, salt is bad, salt is bad, or cholesterol is bad, cholesterol is bad. No, if the membranes of your cells are not intact and they're being poisoned by uh, radiation, by everything else, um, and your immune system is being skewed, so ivermectin will will take you from a TH2 response mm -hmm. to a um, to a, a, an innate, a type one interferon. It'll restore the balance of your immune system so that you can respond pretty simple. Um, I don't know the chemical. I haven't looked at the drug chemically to understand it at the chemist level, but that's the best I can do for a normal person talk. <laughs> of but you can, yeah, you can, you can simply folks, uh, mediate this by me measuring the ph of your of your uh of your body fluid so when you measure when you measure the ph of, of the urine and it's below 7.8 because you're actually measuring the interstitial fluids you're in you're in trouble uh most people that are having uh health challenges don't realize you know that if they just simply test the ph of their urine and then and then give themselves an alkalizing dose of something that the stomach pr uh, produces on a minute by minute, day by day basis, which is sodium bicarbonate. And, and, and most people don't know that the stomach's major solution to deal with the pollution is provided by the number one organ that provides true immunity, which is your stomach. And this is, this is why women, when they're pregnant, throw up because you're producing an abundance amount of acid. The body needs an abundance amount of alkalinity. This is why you see the di long distance runner alongside the road throwing up after running 20, 22 miles and they're on the side throwing up acid because the body's trying to neutralize that lactic acid. And when we're talking about crystallization, crystallization of these nanoparticulates, I mean, that's what we've been, we've been identifying over, over, over time. And the body, what it does, if it's dealing with a liquid, it will crystallize it. And so when we're, when we're producing through metabolism lactic acid, well, what is that when mold like aspergillus in the lung is producing lactic acid? I mean, what does that look like? Well, it, it looks like this. It's a crystal. It crystallizes. And so you see patterns within that crystal, and, and that crystal has color representing a specific chemical compound. And we've been able to identify this by not only, you know, anatomic structure, but by color and also by testing it anatomically. We test this. But when we're talking about parasites, they're like mosquitoes and, and flies. They don't create the garbage. They just come to the party. You know, so when we're dealing with filaria or we're dealing with malaria, uh, and, and I see this in 90% of the people where I'm actually looking at live blood, we see these, we see these filarium type, uh, parasites. I'll show you what they look like in the blood here in a second, if I can find one for you. Actually see what 
parasites look like. But when we're talking about ivermectin, if we're talking about Korean red pine needle oil or pine needle, which contains terpenes, we're talking about destroying that protective coating. We're, ta- we're, 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 we're interfering with the nanobot with the nanotechnology, we're interfering and, and breaking it with these with these terpenes. And then when we're talking about parasites, uh, of course, they're broken down. Here's one right here. We can act, you can actually see it here. This is a this is a parasite that is most common for North America, which is called filaria. In uh, if you're in Africa, it's called malaria, but it's a different different species. But we okay. I see this all the time. Okay, I'm sorry to so. Pause you there, uh, Dr. Young. Uh, so Judy actually has to jump on another show quite soon. So I, I, what I'd like to do here, I, I, I guess we've been going for a while, so we probably could wrap up, have some wrap up comments and 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 close this down. But Judy, uh, could you give us some wrap up comments? Uh, maybe uh, anything you, you might like to say? Uh, and also, is there a way that uh, we could connect with Dr. Luc Montagnier, is he available for interviews, that sort of thing. But uh, some wrap-up comments. Uh, well, well, simply that everything that Bob and uh, Robert and I have been saying this, this entire time um, is that, you know, all we have to do is stop poisoning ourselves and wake up and educate ourselves and realize we've been lied to. So there's, there's plenty of hope. We, I mean, we've, we've, we've cured these things before. That's why I mentioned Ebola. That was the scary one. That was one of their little test ones. It was contagious, yes. And, and what did we do? We used simple things like hydroxychloroquine and, and saline um, to save a healthy young man. So even the, the vaccinated, even the most heavily vaccinated, we know who the, the sickest people are, the ones that have been forced with these things. We know who we need to protect. And, and we, um, you know, uh, so many good people in healthcare can, can protect them. So just love to just let them know that the 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 hope you know we we've got to all take off the mask take it no take off the shots not let anybody know who's shot because as we talk about our intentions you know we're there that's why that was so important about that comment no we won't cremate anybody and no we're not going to fear anyone i do not fear my husband he will not make me sick my friends won't my children won't we've got to help our children understand that um these fear tactics will destroy our health quicker than anything. So thanks so much. Thank you. Okay, lovely comments. Thank you for that, Judy. Uh, and if you need to, to, to close this down on your side, go right ahead. We'll, we'll get the uh, closing statement here from Dr. Robert Young as well. Go ahead, Dr. Young. Yeah, I mean, if people want to, to, to learn more about this, I, I would... Uh... I would direct them to uh, some of my published research, particularly a second thought about viruses, vaccines, and, and the HIV, uh, HIV uh, AIDS hypothesis. And the, that, that can be found uh, on our website. Uh, well, it's not my website, but uh, where these books are being at uh, pproducts.com. But what I wanted to say here, and, and, and I would also, if you can find a copy of it, get the plague of corruption. Uh, we've got to take off the mask, people. We literally got to take off the mask, and we've got to refuse being inoculated with nano, micro and nanotechnology that's poisoning ourselves, that are literally connecting us to the Internet of Things, because of what it leads to is it leads to pathological blood coagulation, and when you can't 
move blood, and you know it when you have cold hands or cold feet or lightheadedness or dizziness. These are the beginning symptoms of poor circulation. And that poor circulation is a result of the body's blood not able to go into the lungs, release its carbon dioxide, and then pick up the oxygen needs that sustains life. And, and here again, when I'm looking at 99% of those people that, that are either having problems or just coming in for a checkup, you know, blood naturally and normally should be even in color, even in shape, and even in size. This is not the case anymore. We're dealing with so many contributing factors that leads to this pathological blood coagulation, that leads to hypoxia, that, that then, you know, causes uh, pulmonary embolisms or blockages. So you end up coughing because you're, you're literally suffocating. And this, these, are, these are the symptoms of high, when you're at high altitude or you've literally been poisoned uh, by some food or, or some drink or some inoculation. And you just have to wake up to the fact that you need to be in control of your body, that you need to be the change you want to, uh, to see with your overall health. And, you know, to get the blueprint of that, I would highly recommend that you pick up the PH Miracle Revise and Updated book. Read chapter five. It talks about the doctors that you should be hiring. There's seven of them. Dr. Chlorophyll, Dr. Oil, Dr. Oxygen, Dr. Salt, uh, Dr. Water, you know, and uh, Dr. Exercise. These are, these are the doctors that you need to, to, to put back into your life and take control and start managing the internal fluids of the body and not pointing a finger at something else coming from the outside because germs of the air can only contribute to a state of imbalance that cannot cause any specific disease. Just as seeds do not grow on concrete, they grow in fertilized soil, that when you provide an environment that's not conducive for health, then you end up with the expressions of disease within the body. So don't pollute anymore. Stop it if you can. You know, uh, resist it if you must. Uh, in fact, I would highly recommend it. And protect the alkaline design of your bodies. Because if you do that, you will actually start restoring that health. Where there is hope is not in the disease, but in restoring the body fluids to their natural alkaline state which you then become your own doctor, which you can measure in your own home to manage that by a simple compound, by putting a little uh, sodium bicarbonate in water and drinking that throughout the day to protect yourself from these poisons that we're breathing in or that we're eating in our foods. It's simple, folks. You just have to stop polluting yourself and start taking responsibility for your lifestyle choices because disease is a consequence of your own personal lifestyle choice. And you will receive no protection whatsoever from an inoculation. It does not provide additional immunity. This is a purposeful, luciferian attack on humanity that's that is actually geared towards global genocide, global genetic genocide. It's polluting the environment, causing the very symptoms you're trying to trying and I've already made the statement that you're more likely to die from the inoculation or to be injured from the inoculation than you are from any sort of phantom virus uh, that hasn't ever been isolated and and I you know, that's the facts folks. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Young, and, uh, and it's been great to talk with both of you today. So uh, we can revisit this in the future. I wanna encourage people to go to your website, to read your books, uh, and if you wanna just give your URLs out uh, for people here. And I think if they wanna to write to you, uh, if you have a way to, to contact you as well. Well, my personal uh, website is Dr. Robert Young, so drrobertyoung.com, and there you can read some of my published research. You can read some of my recent articles. There's about 300 there in the last 12 months. You can also get information on the books as, as well. And, and, and then if you want to go to YouTube, I haven't been, I, I had two strikes, and I only have one, but, uh, uh, but here again, if you want to, you can go to, uh, I think it's called Rumble. Dr. Robert Young's on Rumble. I've got close to 50 video interviews. Uh, okay. Um, it looks like we, we just lost him. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to come back in, but at, at any rate, uh, so, so thank you everyone for watching and, uh, and, and we will put this on, as I say, on my website. Uh, you already have the link if you've clicked over here. It's projectcamelotportal.com. And then we'll also have it on odyssey.com, the Project Camelot channel over there that's got most of our library and, uh, and our media library on projectcamelotportal.com. So those two pl major places. So uh, it'll take a, a, a few minutes to get it on there. So be patient. It'll also replay here on Facebook, assuming they allow for it. All right, thank you again for being here today. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the China Jedi podcast. Set aside your filters of bias. The truth is your. Never told. Do your own research. May the smile be with you.